The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Let's talk a little rural crime, shall we? Uh, I think a collective cheer went up right across the province when we received word that the lawsuit filed against Eddie Maurice was dismissed on Friday. It was February of 24 of uh, 2018 when Ryan Randy Watson and a co-accused drove onto the Maurice property south of Okotoks, started rummaging around the Maurice's vehicles. Eddie was home alone with his one-year-old daughter. He gave a verbal warning and then fired a warning shot into the ground. It ricocheted and hit Watson in the wrist. Maurice was charged with gun offenses and his court appearances, well, they received national attention with hundreds of people supporting his right to defend his home. All of those charges were dropped. But then in September, Watson, the trespasser, sued Maurice for 100 grand, saying the injury to his right forearm resulted in severe damages and liability. Maurice then filed a counterclaim of $150,000. Well, after the lawsuit from the trespasser was dismissed, Maurice then dropped his. Uh, it's been a tough couple of years for this family. Their lawyer, Scott uh, Chimick, joins us this afternoon. Scott, a partner at Burstall LLP. Scott, thank you for taking the time. Absolutely. My oh, all right. Well, looking back at this and what has happened, how would you describe what this family has gone through over the past two years? I mean, the fact that there is a criminal trespasser that was threatening my client's family. Uh They were threatening his home. The fact that he did what even, you know, any well-trained cop would probably do, which was to issue a verbal warning followed up by two warning shots. (laughs) And the fact that the criminal perpetrator then put his family through the ringer with a lawsuit is something that I don't think is acceptable in Alberta. I don't think it's acceptable in Canada. Frankly, I don't think it's acceptable anywhere. Well, Scott, you're ticked off about it. I'm ticked off about it. And I know a lot of people listening right now were ticked off about it. So how does it happen? The reason that it happens is that anybody can sue anybody for anything in Canada, right? And you get these very frivolous lawsuits. Um, And, uh, you know, the thing that is even more outrageous with respect to this is that as a result of Eddie Morris's situation, the UPC passed Bill 27, Mm -hmm. which basically said you, you can't do this stuff anymore unless you are also convicted of a crime. And the response of the convicted criminal Watson to this was to swear an affidavit in open court wherein he said two things. Number one, he admitted that the intent of him breaking into the Maurice property was to steal. I mean, this is his words, not mine. And number two, he said, now that we've got this new law, I'm going to now try to have Eddie, you know, a father of two young, lovely girls, sent to prison. (laughs) Right? And in my view, and again, I'm inferring this, Mm. 
the only reason why he would be doing so would be to continue his lawsuit against his victim. Mm. In other words, you have a criminal attempting a cash grab for the sole purpose of trying to make money against his victim. Mm. And that, in my view, doesn't stand up. Okay, so what, what, can, what can be done about this sort of thing? I mean, luckily, with respect to the new legislation that was passed, uh, and I know in speaking with Eddie, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I know that he would support and stand by this, which is what you need to do is stand up and not back down, Mm. right? And that's what Eddie did, and that's what Eddie has done throughout. What we did in our case was we brought an application for summary dismissal, basically to get the case thrown out of the courtroom. And, you know, we, we, we won. We did that. And that is what I would encourage anybody else that is in a similar situation to do. To not waver, to not give in, to not pay these crooks money in a pure cash grab situation, but to fight them. Did I hear or did I read somewhere, and I thought I did, that um, that he he wants to appeal this decision and take it to the next level? He can't. He can't. So, so it's done. So he can't. It is. Okay. It is done. Good. This case, luckily, you know, it's been a long time coming. Uh, but luckily, the tragedy that the Maurice family has had to live through as a result of this criminal trespasser is finally over with. Um, you know, if he wants to appeal something where there's a now a consent dismissal against him, good luck. Okay. Uh, we we don't we don't think that that's serious. Okay, Scott Chimick joining me this afternoon. He is Eddie Maurice's uh, lawyer. The court dismissed the claim on uh, on Friday. Huge relief there. Why did um, the Maurice family decide to drop the counterclaim? Because I mean, I think there's a lot of us that would, I know it sounds bad. We'd like to see it stick. It you know being stuck to the bad guy right but i also get that this has been a, a huge roller coaster ride for this family 100 percent. and even though i think that with the new leg- legislation and the strength of the counterclaim which by the way we did not agree to a dismissal of we just uh, agreed to discontinue it okay. basically walk away right and the impetus with respect to that is that eddie and jess Um, That's his wife. They've got two young little daughters, right? Mm. They've been living through this trauma. They've been living with the prospect of of Eddie being investigated. They then had to endure the trauma of this criminal trespasser suing them, Mm -hmm. which is just, you know, beyond words. And I say that not even as Eddie's lawyer. I just say that as a human being. Mm -hmm. Uh, At this stage, they just want to get on with their lives. Um, they've been planning a trip to Disney World. <laughs> they they want to take their little girls to, you know, go see Mickey Mouse. And they want to forget about this. So, Scott, how are they doing? I think they're, I think they're doing well. I mean, it's certainly uh, no person should ever have to endure what they've had to endure. Uh, I think they, they did the right thing. And they stood up for, for justice. And they, I think they stood up for justice on behalf of you know, all law-abiding citizens in this country. Um, And uh, they didn't want to do it, 
um, but they felt a need to do it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they did it. And now that chapter is over, and they're hopeful that they can move on. Just However, they also appreciate the fact that they need to stand up and use this as a platform to try and further implement change so that other people don't have to endure what they had to endure. They must be also just um, so thankful for the support that they've received right across uh, Alberta, right across the country. 100%. They weren't alone in this. 100%. Well, no, and that, what enabled them, and this is this is uh, a thanks to, uh, to everybody, not only in Alberta, but as you say, around the country, the community support that they received was phenomenal. And the fact that when they decided to stand up, their community decided to stand up also mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and have their backs and help them through it uh, really enabled them to do it. And had they not had that community support, I mean, who knows what would have happened. Uh, but thank God they did. Scott, um, you talked about um, the UCP government's uh, new Bill 27 and, uh, and, and how, that, how that helped. How do you think that this is going to help moving forward? The way that it's going to help moving forward is it's going to enable, particularly in these types of situations, it's going to enable law-abiding citizens to get these frivolous, vexatious, cash-grab lawsuits thrown out of court and and that's a good thing and i frankly um you know i'd like to see similar legislation in all provinces uh and in this one alberta truly is you know we're leading the way um and and you said um a little bit earlier and i'm gonna ask you again but i think you you kind of outlined it already is if others find themselves in the in the same situation stand up for yourself do that you know, um, like the Maurices did, is that what you would tell them? 100%. Fight. You know, don't don't back down. Do not give in to criminals. Do not let yourself be bullied. Do not pay these guys. You know, I, I think I said it, you know, in another interview, <laughs> a nickel, a dime, a penny. <laughs> you know, don't pay them a cent. Mm-hmm. Right? Because by paying these people, for these types of vexatious lawsuits, all that you are doing is enabling the criminals to make more money and encouraging them to do the same thing. And even though the fight may be tough and rough, the fact of the matter is, you have to stand up. You, you know what, Scott, and I've got to say this, and I don't want to put you in a, in a, in a tough spot here, but what about the lawyers taking on these cases? Uh, I'm not going to comment okay. on... on <laughs> On the lawyer, yeah. um, uh, I, I won't. You can infer what you want. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you know, there's a lot of people. You should see my text line right now, just saying, you know, what about those people? You know, what about those people? Anyway, I know there's codes of conduct, and I'm sure with law society and all that sort of stuff. But uh, I appreciate your honesty. I, I appreciate your forthcomingness in this conversation uh, and your time this afternoon, Scott. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate it very very much. My pleasure. Scott Chimick joining us this afternoon. He is a partner at Burstall LLP, and he is Eddie Maurice's lawyer. And you heard right here on this station on Friday that um, 
that that uh, that kind of counterclaim was was dismissed. See you later. Get out of here. Um, from the guy that tried to there wait. This guy was breaking into his cars on his land and he fired a warning shot, ricocheted off, got him into the wrist and and the bad guy and the thief, the trespasser in this case, then turns around and tries to sue him for a hundred grand. They countersued at 150 grand when all of this was dismissed on Friday. They decided to drop theirs as well. They just want to get on with with their lives. Want to know how you're feeling right now? I know we've talked real crime on this show many, many times. A lot of you still worried about it, seeing things. Uh, dealing with things 